Welcome to Saturday, April 3rd, everybody. This is a special Saturday segment of Sports with Anthony. And today we're going to talk about the final four matchups as well as the MLB opening day games that happened earlier this week. And we're going to discuss some of the NBA, NFL updates, and soccer. So enjoy this segment. Tune on in and enjoy the episode. And for the final four, today, this afternoon, we have Gonzaga playing UCLA and Baylor playing Houston. Baylor's number one, Houston's ranked two in their bracket. Then you have UCLA with Coach Cronin, former UC Bearcats coach, who's an awesome coach, has his 11-seed UCLA Bruins facing the undefeated Gonzaga Bulldogs. Well, I feel like with the UCLA-Gonzaga matchup, people are saying, is anybody going to get in the way of Gonzaga making it to the championship, going undefeated to possibly face Baylor? That's what all these people want to see. Houston's a tough team. Baylor's a tough team. If Houston can play their A-grade defense against this Baylor high-flying offense, think it's going to be a tough matchup and it's going to come down to the fourth quarter with four minutes left what team is in foul trouble who's not in foul trouble who's already in the bonus and the amount of mistakes made at the end of the game is going to decide who wins this one because you know you could have an eight point lead with three minutes left but if you make mistakes have turnovers you you foul they're hitting free throws they can sneak back in and sneak out the win so this is what i feel Baylor, you've made a good run. You are a good team. But I think Houston is going to surprise people, and they're going to shut down Baylor's high-flying offense and make it hard. They're going to contest them and make it hard. It's not going to be where they're going to get like 80 points in a game. I feel like this game can end up being a 67-54 to game. Yes, you heard that right. I think Houston's going to score 67, and Baylor's only going to get 54 just because of the defense of Houston. Then on the other end, we have UCLA against the undefeated Gonzaga. I think I'm going with the upset. I believe in Coach Cronin. He has this team believing that they can win, believing they can achieve anything that they want to do. And as as a team, they are well-rounded. And as a team, they can contain Gonzaga. Gonzaga is going to be tough, but here's the thing. They have been fortunate to be on fire on their shooting. But as you know, when you get deeper in the playoffs, they get people have more time to study you. It, it becomes harder to make your, your shots when you're contested. So depending on how well their offense is flowing, if they can make Gonzaga be 50% shooting instead of their awesome, they've been shooting in the 60s, which is amazing. But you get them hitting 50% of their shots, containing your defensive rebounding, not allowing them to get like 18 to 20 offensive rebounds in the game, you're going to have a great chance to beat Gonzaga because they're a good offensive team, solid defensive team. But I think UCLA is going to pull the upset, everybody, and there will be no undefeated team this year. I think UCLA is going to win this game 63 to 57. 
You heard that right. 63-57, to 57, UCLA upsets Gonzaga. They make it to the championship, and UCLA will face Houston in the championship matchup. That is what I think. I think it's going to be two great games, and let's see what happens. So if you all want to say who you think is going to win, just send a message on my Anchor app or send me a message on Facebook, everybody, and let me know what you think. And I'll give out a poll tomorrow on what the predictions were, and then I'll give a little summary of what's going to happen for the championship. So good luck. Enjoy the games today. It's going to be a great March Madness for Saturday, April the 3rd, Final Four matchups. And the NBA, we're having some great matchups to end the second half of this season before the playoffs begin. And quietly in the West, you have Utah and Phoenix leading the way. The Lakers, they're winning like 50% of their games right now for the last few weeks, and it's because Anthony Davis is uh, still recovering from an injury. He'll be back soon, and then LeBron has the high ankle sprain, so they're going to take their time. But I think they'll be fine, but they don't want to dip too far in the top eight. I think right now they're in fourth, but they're only one game out of third, and I think two games out of second. So given anything, I feel like they'll be either – Um, the three or four spot when it ends up coming to the end of the season going into the playoffs. But watch out for the Phoenix Suns and former UK player Booker. He's on that team. Chris Paul's now there as their point guard. Great leadership, and he's going to help lead them there. I don't know how far they'll get in the playoffs, but they're going to make a solid run. They did last year in the bubble. I think they're going to do it again. Then you have Utah with former UVL player Mitchell. I think he's going to help lead their way, and they're going to make a splash in the playoffs again. So watch out for them. Of course, the Lakers, I think if they're healthy, I think they're going to repeat for this year because in the East, you do have the Nets who are awesome. They, they're actually gelled. I thought at the very beginning Harden and Irving and them might not gel as well, but they are doing a fantastic job. Steve Nash quietly, I believe, is having a coach of the year type campaign for his rookie year. He might he might get voted coach of the year this year. And uh, I think it's going to be a great matchup to see if the Nets can pull it out. Of course, the Celtics are up there. You have, um, I don't know what Chicago is ranked, but uh, it's going to be very interesting to see what the Nets, I think they hold control because Boston's a tough team too. But watch out for the Nets. I think the Nets, uh, because of how they're playing now, I don't know. I think as it gets deeper in the playoffs, their depth of their bench is going to hurt them. But as far as how far can they get in the playoffs this year, at least they'll win the first two rounds. And then it'll just depend on if they can win the Eastern Conference. I don't know. We'll see. But um, this year they'll make a solid run. I think next year is their year to win the championship. But I think LeBron this year, if healthy, they'll win. And then going into next year, they'll have to see what they're going to do about their bench. And then with the L.A. Clippers, everybody, former U.K. player and NBA uh, all-star, great, great teammate and multi-champion, Rajon Rondo, got traded from the Hawks as a Clipper. So he's in L.A. again, but this time as a Clipper, he's going to be their starting point guard. Watch out for the Clippers, too, in the West. If the Lakers are not healthy going into the playoffs and you have the Clippers healthy, I think they're going to make a deep run. 
But if the L.A. Clippers can win a championship this year, how awesome would that be for Rondo and for Leonard? Leonard will have three championships with three different teams, and Rondo will then have three championships with three different teams. And I think he might be one of the few people ever to have a championship as a Clipper and a Laker. So think about that option for that. But if you like the NBA and you like their storylines and things that are going on, tune into that because it's coming down to seedings now of winning your games to get that spot in the playoffs where you need to be. So enjoy that, and I look forward to talking about that later. And then the MLB opening day has occurred, everybody, and it is exciting. Baseball is back. I can't wait to catch a few games this summer and uh and maybe for the bats i think they're starting a month later than normal for triple a league this year but i'm excited for the mlb uh the reds had a disappointing loss come on first inning they give up a lot of hits a lot of runs i think they ended up giving up six home runs to the cardinals and ended up losing 11 to 6 if it weren't for that inning they had a chance to win so they're 0 and 1 to start out the season but let's hope they can bounce back uh, I need to look at their roster a little bit more to see like how deep they really can go and how consistent they can be for winning. But I feel like they go in spurts where they're competitive for five years. They can make the playoffs like they did last year, and then um, and then they like blow up the teams every time they make the playoffs. I feel like they blow them up and they try to revamp. But they got rid of Trevor Bauer and he's now a LA Dodger. Chris Ferrata is excited about that. And that just added more depth to the Dodgers. And speaking of Dodgers, they lost their opening day game too as world champions uh, trying to defend their title. They'll get back on track. I think they're going to make a deep run this year. And uh, it was interesting weather for some of these teams because on the east side, you had a little bit of snow flurrying down. And the first home run this year they showed yesterday was Cabrera for the Tigers, Nathan's Detroit Tigers. Cabrera hit the first home run in the snow. It was a great highlight. You need to watch it because he hits it deep the right field. It goes like 10 feet over the wall. But you could tell the outfielder was looking up. You can't see it. Nobody can see it. All of a sudden the ball just goes right over. It was a cool looking view. So check that out if you can on ESPN. Uh, I'm excited to see what this season holds for the MLB. Let's see if the Dodgers can repeat. We haven't had that in a while. So let's see what they can do. I support my Reds. I hope they can make it back to the playoffs. I really do. And let's get a playoff series win. I mean, not even a world championship, but get that first round win, and let's see what can happen. But it's got to be with pitching and hitting and your defense, of course, all three phases. But most importantly, pitching has has got to be consistent. Otherwise, you won't have a chance to win your games. So even if you score only two or three runs in a game, you need your pitching to be on par so you could have your chance to close out games, win, win the close ones, and win the games you're supposed to win. So we, we'll see what happens with the Reds, see what happens with the Dodgers, see what happens with the Tigers, and even uh, Michael Isles, my cousin, on the couch with Anthony and Michael. Uh, He said he's cheering on the Reds, too. That's his hometown team, too. So we have two Reds people. We have Chris, who support the Reds, but he loves the Dodgers. I like the Dodgers, too, so I'm going to support them, and we'll see what happens. So enjoy baseball, everybody. And for soccer, the Louisville Women's Soccer Club, they start on April the 10th, 
and come check them out. We'll see how well they do this year. It looks like April uh, next week uh, the soccer will start up, so I look forward to checking it out, seeing what happens in the Louisville area and Cincinnati. And as the MLS season gets started, I'll keep us all up to date, and let's see what the Columbus crew and the Cincinnati club does. So I hope everybody enjoys it, and let's get it ready. So we have baseball and soccer. Basketball is ending for college, and the playoffs for the NBA are coming up, and then the NFL. That stuff is, uh, the draft is coming up soon. So we'll see what happens with that. And later this week, I'll talk more about the NFL and different things that are going on with that and rule changes. Thank you for listening to Sports with Anthony on today, Saturday, April the 3rd. And later this upcoming week, I will make a post about the NFL update on rule changes and different things going on with that, as well as Who is going to be in the NCAA Men's Basketball Championship game?